Moncrief on News Talk with Avant Money. Money when you need it with Avant Money credit cards. Avant Card Dark Trading as Avant Money is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Uh, Graham Finlay uh, joins us once again uh, with Tell Me Why Afternoon, Graham. Today's, Afternoon, question, yeah. today's uh, question is what is the Overton window, which isn't really a, a real window. It's, no, although it's just a thing. people have taken the window metaphor and have gone with it maybe to the point of, of ridiculousness. So people talk about smashing the Overton window or breaking through the Overton window. Or putting up some nice curtains. Yeah, you know, like window window, window treatments. Nice. Yeah. Actually, you could yeah. really we could really go with that, yeah. and that that might that might help guide public policy. Who, who was Overton? Anyway? All right. So Joseph Overton um, was an engineer, but he became um, uh, basically a a member and uh, importantly a sort of solicitor of donations to a libertarian think tank in Michigan, the Mackinac Center for Public Policy which is a very, very important think tank. Um, it's one of the older think tanks, but also it's state-based, which is makes it very, very interesting. You might have heard about other libertarian think tanks like uh, the Heritage Foundation or, or whatever, but these are na- those are national think tanks, and a lot of them are propped up by gazillionaires' money. Now, I'm not saying Mackinac, uh, the Mackinac Center doesn't have a certain amount of gazillionaire money, but they seem very, very principled uh, in their in their uh, libertarianism, and and that might be along with the somewhat complex, you know, scholars of, of political thought will love this Liberty Fund, which is a right wing libertarian think tank, which sees its main mission as giving people like me really cheap copies of Adam Smith, right, okay. <laughs> and stuff like that. Anyway, right. so he was trying to explain to his would be donors why to give to a think tank, because, and and so he came up with a brochure which had an actual sliding window on it. Now, I, he may have died tragically in an ultralight accident before he was able to actually make the brochure, but his colleagues went on to, to put the brochure together. And, and this brochure had a list of policies from absolute freedom, as they would have put it, all the way down to complete government control. Right? Okay. So in, in the world of education, that means no regulations on school attendance, no public schools, Absolute school choice, no restrictions on private schools or, or homeschooling or anything, all the way down to the government indoctrinates your children into communism through – I added the communism part. Yeah. But indoctrinates your children through public schools, and that's the only educational provision there is. Right? Uh, and so it goes through all these different stages of, of greater government control. And he he sort of had this idea of a slider so he could show donors that you know ideas matter – and that by giving to think tanks who can who engage in these um, think thinking about it, but also presenting facts to the public, they can move the window so that certain policies become more acceptable and some other policies become unacceptable mm. to the public. And, yeah. and so while lots and lots of people started talking about the Overton window with the um, 2016 um, presidential election in the United States, where Donald Trump was um, making articulating policies, which had previously been seen as unacceptable, even to the Republican Party. Uh, and Bernie Sanders was articulating policies like Medicare for all and, and single-payer health care, which had previously been pretty much unacceptable to the mainstream of the Democratic Party, or definitely unacceptable mm. to the mainstream of the Democratic mm. Party. Um, they had been seen as moving the Overton window, whereas the actual theory of Overton was that politicians don't move the window. Right. Um, they, if they want to get elected, have to choose policies which are within the Overton window um, because that's where the public's at. That's what the public are prepared to think about, take seriously, hear debates about, whereas stuff outside of the Overton window is just not acceptable. People are just not going to consider it. It's not going to get a hearing. 
and of course, the closer it is to the center of the Overton window, the more chance it's it's going to be popular. And uh, and so that's that's an interesting thing. So the idea is that with Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump uh, expressing policies which seemed pretty radical. Um, that the public was already there, or at least the section of the public they were talking to. Well, I, I, to put that in an Irish context, then, does that mean, say, that the same-sex marriage uh, referendum, say, 10 years before that, uh, um, most people might have thought, well, that's never going to get through. Most politicians would have told you that wasn't going to get through. But 10 years later, the public were in a place where they were more than happy to accept it. And politicians caught up with that, except for Fianna Fáil, of course, but that, but that, you know, but that's what was happening there. The Overton window had moved to, that was an acceptable thing. I think that's a really good example. So uh, people who can think back to the heady days of civil partnerships, right, um, that was seen as a progressive step, and but sort of that was enough mm. for a lot of yeah. people, right? And and they wanted to maintain a distinction between civil partnership and marriage. And and as we know, that very quickly moved to the point through a lot of activism and, and a lot of people making arguments uh, to, you know, marriage equality becoming something 67% of the, of the country can vote for. So it's, you know, what is attractive about the Overton window is it does suggest that ideas matter, that social movements, which are focused around norms and ideas and principles matter. Uh, and that, you know, not just social movements, but also maybe particular interventions, certain kinds of events can can make things acceptable that um, that previously weren't. Now, it's got an interesting sort of problem in that it's got a relationship to a narrative of progress in a way, which uh, suggests that all of our thoughts are evolving towards some kind of ideal, maybe of equality, which um, not everybody's going to be on board with. So one of the other examples from from the Mackinac Center is women's women getting the vote, right? You know, uh, and at the top, of course, maximum freedom is women. Every woman has the vote, right? At the bottom is no women are allowed to vote, and then there are various intermediate stages. And they would say, look, you know, here this shows that freedom works, right? We we as a society have gotten to the point where anybody seriously proposing that women shouldn't be allowed to vote, right? Yeah. It's just going to be dismissed out of hand. Yeah. So. It it works okay if you've got this nice tight spectrum between um, liberty and control. It works harder for other forms of thinking about equality, uh, and it does seem to have uh, an alliance because they're trying to get away from the idea of the left right spectrum, which uh, political spectrum, which in many ways is very hard to plot contemporary uh, political movements like feminism and and, and green. Uh, politics, green party, no, green green politics or yeah. environmentalism on and also, uh, you know, other kinds of values, right? So uh, if you're trying to do this in terms of equality, all sorts of people could say they're in favor of, of equality, but they might mean very different things by that. Yeah, that, but a lot of the times my impression is people use the term the Overton window in a kind of somewhat self-serving way in that the Overton window isn't moving in the direction I want it to. Yeah. So people are saying, yeah, people are constricting the Overton window. Curse them, right? Um, again, as always, I, I put this into various online things. Uh, and it's interesting to see who's talking about the Overton window. Somewhat depressingly, I put this into JSTOR, not even, you know, Twitter or something. JSTOR? JSTOR is. Um, so uh, like a, a, a it's something 20s hip hop everybody artist. should have access to. And in fact, there's a horrible story about people who tried to make JSTOR more open and, and sort of hacked it. And then were persecuted to their deaths. 
Um, like but in terms of violating JSTOR's intellectual properties, that's a whole other story. But um, it's basically sort of the gold standard for people like me of, of, of repositories of scholarly work in journals. Okay. Um, which is always a great place if you're researching a, an essay and not Google. Uh, <laughs> Google Scholar is okay. Google, not so okay, or Wikipedia as a place to. So it's always a good place for students to go to to find authoritative scholarly research because these are usually the main journals which are mm. there. But when I looked in there, this was not one of the highlights of looking at JSTOR. Just about everybody and their dog, um, if their dog is publishing papers on JSTOR, are using the Overton window to describe everything from different pharmaceuticals to use in prescription to, uh, you know, coffee. Right? There's a particular Overton window for how you should dark roast coffee, which apparently... Starbucks is is, is <laughs> expanding. So right, so, so I mean, like outside the uh, the coffee Overton window was like the banned coffee or the yeah, coffee well, you can't pre- speak of. Previously, dark roast coffee aficionados would not have stood for this, and yeah. now now you know they're calling I don't know maybe light brown coffee beans dark roast and getting away with it, Sean. So That's so it, it, it's as a metaphor, which it's become as opposed to a little slidey thing, which um, Overton could use to shake down donors. Uh, it's gotten kind of out of control and become meaningless. But it is um, it is quite worrisome and as a matter of tactics. And so while a lot of the people I found online who were using the phrase the Overton window were pretty delighted with themselves. And these were stone cold racists who were delighted that things which would have, you know, possibly gotten you a visit from the from the authorities in Canada. Right. Um, were now mainstream enough that they'd appear on, say, Tucker Carlson's show on Fox News. Mm. Issue, ideas like white genocide and things like that. Yeah, the great replacement, and and so these people, as a tactic, are are simply trying to mainstream even just the language, but certainly the thoughts, and they don't particularly care how it's done. Whereas, and if I'm I'm being overly sympathetic to the left here, you know, the left is having a lot of debates about the Overton window about as a matter of tactics, right? So there's the idea that you. Just like in a union negotiation, you you go for it and you announce the most extreme policy you can, so you might get something of what you want. So yeah. right, it's you know nationalize the health. If you're in the United States, right, it's nationalize the the health service here. It's like end private production and you know move to a command socialism, right? <laughs> Where news talk is you know just Pravda three or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, um, and a lot of people on the left have suggested. First of all, that seems kind of counterproductive in that, you know, it's not clear that this spectrum between asking for, for 11 and getting three is going to is really, really what you want and is how it works. But also you can really alienate a lot of people if you actually pretend to be for these very, very extreme things. And Ben Burgess, who's a philosopher who writes for Jackman, was making this point, you know, complete abolition of the police forces is not something the majority of African-Americans want for their communities. Right? Yeah. Even people who are sus- subject to excessive police violence think abolishing the police is a bad idea. So there's no point in saying that when what you really want are different forms of police reform which lead to less excess violence against African-American people. Yeah. So so it's a complex sort of a tricky thing. Again, the, the whole notion of the left-right spectrum is something I have a lot of problems with. It's really weird that we understand our politics uh, in terms of where people sat in the assembly during the French Revolution. Uh, you know, the the, the monarchists, uh, and, and they would have seen themselves as defenders of the ancient constitution, were on the right, uh, and the, the sort of radicals and the pro-revolutionaries were on the left until 
they imprisoned and executed everybody on the right, and no one wanted to sit there anymore. <laughs> and so all these right-wing people moved to the center, mostly just to save their skins, right? Uh, so, But we have to move... We, I mean, those issues which they confronted in the French Revolution are very different from the ones you know yeah. we're confronting today. But I, what I'm getting from what you're saying, though, is, is, is that like there's, there's an assumption that, an, that the Overton window can only be moved. It can't just be expanded. But, it, but given that we have social media and where we live in today... It's been smashed to bits. There is no Overton window. If you're of a certain mind, you can go wherever you want to go and talk about the issues that are important to you, or you can go elsewhere and talk about the issues that are important to you. You can claim victimhood that you're not allowed to talk about these things while talking about them. That is a problem. The question is whether there's one Overton window, right, which Mm. suggests that all of the public are broadly in the same place and could potentially converge on on the one set of policies and in a way already have like the majority of the public you know what this so there's another list of sort of terms to apply to the Overton window by a guy called Joshua Trevino who also worked has worked for libertarian think tanks you know from ranging from the unacceptable to you know the radical to the and the center of it is policy right you know there's sensible and then there's the actual policies we have are always at the center and you sort of move things around the you know there's a question of whether that convergence and that capacity for consensus in a particular society still exists in, say, the United States, maybe arguably mm. in the United Kingdom, whether that still exists. I think if you look at a lot of um, European democracies, including Ireland, there probably is a sense that yeah, you know, the bulk yeah. of the voters are, are more or less in the same place. That's not necessarily the center, right? But it's center-ish, center-left, center-right. center-ish, kind of, yeah. and, and again... Those people might be more open to sort of radical moves to do with housing, right, than, than they are on some other things. Um, they're, they're probably broadly there about, um, you know, marriage equality and things like that. So I think there's hope for the Irish, Irish public, to be honest. I'd be mm. a bit worried about um, the United States. Um, yeah, and, oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, where there may be universes. two Overton windows, right? There's mm. like stuff which is completely unacceptable to progressives, um, like talking about white genocide and the Great Replacement, who are people they just try to call out. And, and, and you know, the very point is that they would describe these as unacceptable and allegedly be going to try and cancel these people, mm. um, mostly pretty unsuccessfully, right? Whereas if you're on the right in the United States, the polarization which has occurred there now and, you know, means that, you know, half of the things um, progressives are, are pretty invested in, whether it's um, a commitment to certain kinds of, flexibility about gender identity or openness to new forms of gender identity are also unacceptable to them to the point where they're they're being criminalized right or even talking mm. about them as being criminalized which is a much more effective form of canceling but could you could you argue then that within Ireland say that the, the political complexions uh, within Dáil and constitutes our Overton window that you'll have you know center right center left bit more left than that and one of the Healy rays at the other end so and and that's our Overton window I, th- I think that's an interesting point. What I'm really struck by in Ireland, because we have proportional representation, is that we have all sorts of views, often on the, the quite radical left, and these mm. are people who call themselves radical, you know, um, represented quite generously in, in the doll. Uh, and I've always been impressed by that. I'm coming from a country which has first passed the post, and proper socialists could never really get elected, you know, mm. a communist could never get elected to, to Canada, uh, the Canadian Parliament. So uh, I think... 
what's another striking thing about that is, you know, if you have a policy, the reason they, these people may be able to get in is a certain amount of populism. So if you have a policy which appeals to the ordinary voter or to everyone's pocketbook, as Bernie Sanders' Medicare for All did, then, you know, a lot of people could say, well, you know, I'm not for people for profit, but they make a lot of sense on this, yeah, right? Yeah. I, water charges. Boy, do those annoy me, right? So, so I think it's a little more fluid, but it's really good to have all those, point of, those points of view represented in the parliament because then you can have a proper debate. And, you know, again, that probably enriches the intellectual life of our country. It means that social movements like the water charges movement, it means that the kind of, you know, op-eds you see in the newspapers can actually lead to greater consensus about policy. Now, it's never going to be perfect, but I was really struck by how, and again, people might see this as ideological itself, when we had an election and the country was in bits, you know, just after the the, the, the Troika mm. sort of arrived, you know, that was a really adult conversation people were having. We, yeah. like, we know it's going to be bad, but we have to decide what kind of bad it's going to be. Whereas in the United States, in a similar economic crisis, there wasn't a productive discussion going on, uh, and it wasn't an adult conversation. So, so it gives me a lot of hope for, for Irish politics, even if we see them slagging each other off in the doll every day. Graham, thanks a million as ever. Graham Finley, there you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, the Amish of Waterford. Moncrief on News Talk with Avant Money. Money when you need it with Avant Money credit cards. Avant Card DAC trading as Avant Money is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.